Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Did you know Wonderful Pistachios is a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids? They are also one of the highest protein snack nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of complete protein, which is 12% of your recommended daily value. The best part is Wonderful Pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, and they are so delicious. They're perfect for enjoying with friends and family or taking with you on the go. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, fam. I'm so happy I get to spend a few minutes with you today. I mean that. I can't tell you how grateful I am for this podcast and that it's given me the opportunity to connect with you, whether I hear from you or not, or know you or not. I just love this show. I love the community. I love that you've allowed me to spend this time with you every week. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Upswing Fitness. And today I want to have a conversation about your inner circle. I'm talking about your people. They say you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I want you to take a moment to think about who those people are. They don't necessarily need to be closest in proximity to you. They may live hundreds or even thousands of miles away from you. But who are the people you talk the most with? Who are the people who have the biggest influence in your life? Who are the people that give you the most feedback? Based on these questions, you might be searching for the most positive influences in your life, but that's not what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to really look at who you spend the most time with, regardless of how their influence impacts you. I mean, the point of today's episode is actually to examine how their influence impacts you. But in order for this to make the most impact, you need to be honest with who you really are the average of in terms of the people you spend the most time with. I think a lot of times the people who we spend the most time with happen to be by default. 
whether they are family or in-laws nearby or friends we've had in our lives for a really long time, and obviously a significant other if you have one. Now, what my hope is, is that these people are better than you. And I mean that in a way that puts them in the highest regard, not that I want you to feel less than. If you're feeling stagnant in your life or constantly drained by the people with whom you surround yourself with most, then it's time to take an inventory of your inner circle, which can be hard to be honest about when, like I mentioned before, they happen to be within close physical proximity or are people you've had in your life for a long time. But I want to tell you something, the amount of time someone has spent in your life gives them no allegiance to remain one of the closest people to you if they are someone who is passive aggressive or subtly tears you down or is always questioning your every move. The older I get, the more I realize that friendships are not meant to stay the same. They evolve, they grow, they shrink, some are resilient and some break. Of course, you may have some lifelong friends those ones that are there for you no matter what the time or distance between you. Those are keepers, but they may not necessarily be the people you spend the majority of your time with. Are the people you are spending the most time with living a healthy lifestyle? Are they next level thinkers? Are they do as I do, not just as I say type people? I'm a social person and there was a time in my life where how I was spending my time and with whom I was spending my time with went against some of the changes I really wanted to make in my life. Almost six years ago, my husband and I moved to Santa Barbara where we didn't know a single person. Slowly, we started making plans with people he worked with and began getting introduced to new people by way of those people. And naturally, I think one of the biggest ways to experience a new city or place or to meet new people is to go out and eat um, or meet up for drinks. And I'm not suggesting there's anything wrong with that. I'm a foodie and I love exploring new restaurants and spending time with friends over a good meal. But looking back, I can tell that I didn't exactly have boundaries to the frequency in which I was going out to eat or drink. And the first year of our lives here, we're really busy with a lot of out of town events, be it for work, family, business, etc. There was basically always something that felt like we were celebrating or overindulging with, with food and drinks. And I got to the point where I just felt awful. I wasn't happy with how I felt, with how I looked. And most importantly, I didn't like that I felt like I didn't know how else to have a social life if it wasn't for doing what I was doing. But I came to what it felt like my wits end and I knew I needed to make change. And one of the very first things I remember thinking was that I needed to swap out my happy hour glass of wine with something else. I chose to make that something else running in the evenings. And at the time I hadn't been into running like I am now. So I started small and went out for just one or two mile runs. And on days that I didn't run, I took my dog out for a long walk by the beach. I put my headphones on and listened to music or podcasts. And after a while, I started feeling better. I felt energized and inspired and my new healthy habits were begetting other new healthy habits. I started getting more creative in the kitchen and I went back to CrossFit after a three-year hiatus. It was then that I felt like I made a U-turn because what ended up happening was I met a whole new group of people who were doing active things outdoors all the time. There was a group of girls from the gym who invited me to run with them once a week at 6 a.m. 
something you wouldn't catch me dead doing prior to that. But I knew I wanted to make those types of friendships and be invited to things with people who embodied the healthier, better version of myself that I wanted to become. I know it may be hard to imagine a different friend group or what you would even do if it wasn't for boozy brunch on the weekends. But if you're someone who fears that committing to a healthier lifestyle might put you on the outside of a group of people you are used to spending most of your time with because the majority of what they do is drink and eat to be social. I'm here to tell you that your FOMO is not greater than the better version of yourself you want to become. I've been there where it feels like I was a black sheep because I was doing a month off of drinking or doing a paleo challenge or whatever it was. Not everyone is going to understand the decisions you make and they don't have to. But if you're surrounding yourself with people who make fun of what you're doing or influence you in ways that steer you away from the greater goal for the sake of having a good time or keeping you the same friend that you've always been to them, then newsflash, you're hanging out with the wrong people. You were not made to stay the way you've always been. And sometimes that's really uncomfortable for people to witness when you start making changes or decisions in a positive direction, because it can be a direct reflection of the fear they may have around making similar changes they want to make for themselves. You don't need to fully cut these people out of your life, but there may be a season where you see them less frequently. It's truly only when we remove ourselves from people or situations that we can start to recognize the patterns of those relationships that kept us from growing. When you're around what we're considering average thinkers here, you become immune to seeing potential, to thinking bigger, to doing better. And not because you might not want to, but because average is just the way of life. But you were not made to be average, my friend. I believe everyone can thrive in the ways that they desire to do so. But in order to change your life, you may need to change your inner circle. Ask yourself these questions. Do the people I surround myself with most go after their own big goals? Are they disciplined in ways I want to be? Do I feel inspired when I'm around them? Do they challenge me to become better? Are they supportive or are they always planting seeds of doubt? If the answer to most of these questions is no, well then friend, I think you know what you need to do. I hope this episode spoke to you. Please send it to someone who could use this message. Tag me on social media at Aisha Zaza. I love hearing from you. I cannot wait to see you next week. And until then, make it a great day. 